Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Show a special guest, former coach of the Atlanta Hawks. Now he's up there in Indiana, his alma mater, the Hoosiers, doing big things. His coach, Mike Woodson. Woody, good to see you again, man. I miss you down here. I'm glad you're doing well, man. We miss you down at ATL, coach. Hey, I miss you down there, too. I'm still there, though. I still live there, but it's I got a different job now. I'm back here at my alma mater, like you mentioned, coaching, coaching our, my team and trying to Get them back on top, man. That's the name of the game. That's the reason why I came back. I hear that, Woody. And tell me about this, Woody. Um, Having these young men come to your alma mater where you played it for greatly for four years there, man, teaching them about what it is to be a Hoosier. Talk about that Hoosier pride as you've been a man who played, who know being in their shoes. Help them understand, hey, this is what it's all about being a Hoosier and what we do here in the hall. Well, this thing is bigger than basketball, I think. You know, first of all, you know, I, I came back to really mentor, not only teach basketball, but mentor young men into growing up to be men. And, you know, it starts with education, as you know, and this university possesses one of the biggest educational institutions in the country, especially on the business side uh, with the Kelly School of Business. But it all goes hand in hand with me. You know, I mean, you got education and then the fact that I played basketball here and, and made my life, you know, in basketball coming out of Indiana University and playing a pro, pro career and then coaching professionally, uh, it's just, I'm so happy to be back, man, because again, I can share my story. You know, we all got stories, but I can share my stories with a young man and, and try to teach him on and off the court as we go along and, um, uh, Hopefully, good things will come out of it. Here's Woody. Um, what made you go to Indiana when you was getting recruited? What about the University of Bloomington, that great city that you're all in? What was the, what the one thing that said, hey, this is, will be my home where I can grow, become a great player, and also play professionally after I leave here? Well, you know, at that time, Bob Knight was like the biggest thing in Indiana from a coaching standpoint, and this university was – was huge. I mean, you think about the 76 team that won the national title undefeated. That record still stands today in college basketball. So, you know, I was looking at all those things uh, growing up in Indianapolis, you know, Bloomington, 
and the university being an hour away, you know, I wanted to play close to home where my family could come and, and see me play. And it was just perfect time. And for me, uh, they graduated pretty much of the uh, 76 team. And I was coming out of high school in 76. So it was a perfect fit for me to come right in and play right off the bat. Uh, my family could come up and see me. And I knew from an educational standpoint, I would get a, a wonderful education and, and give myself an opportunity to graduate on time, which I did. And hopefully play professional basketball. Cause that, back then when you come out of high school, you're not really thinking like these young players today, hey, I'm ready for the NBA. You know, I had to grow into a player in college, become a two-time All-American, and then I got my opportunity when I got drafted by the Knicks. Let me ask you this question. We was with the Hawks, Woody. Um, when did you decide you wanted to become a head coach and get into coaching? Well, that started, you know, I retired from the league after playing 11 years in the league in 93. And then I started – you know, I had a company that I was running uh, here in, in, in Bloomington, Indiana, a real estate company with a business partner of mine by the name of Scott May. And I basically took all my MBA money and I bought up Indiana University in school. And um, so that's another reason why it's good to be back. <laughs> but um, I got into coaching from a good friend of mine named Cotton Fitzsimmons, who coached me in the NBA, who's no longer with us, who just went into the Hall of Fame this past season. Um, he got me into coaching and something I never thought I would even want to do. But once I got out on the floor and juices started to flow, I, I really liked what I was doing in that short period of time. So I pursued coaching. And, you know, I coached eight years as an assistant won a beautiful title with Coach Larry Brown in Detroit. And then that job propelled me over to Atlanta to be the head coach there for six years. Most definitely, Woody. And I'm going to ask you about that before we end this interview. Um, I'll ask you about your team as well. You've saw some different styles already this year, Woody. And your guys are trying to learn how to win. Talk about did the non-conference slate helping you prepare for that Big Ten play, which will start here real soon after the first of the year here. Well, you know, I've been catching a little flack about our schedule. Again, I didn't put the schedule together. Hell, it was in play when I got the job. But the schedule is what it is, man. I mean, you, we can't run from it. And you can say it's easy, hard, whatever. You still got to play it. Uh, and I think when you're building a team, you know, we've got 17 players that's wearing this uniform. And when you're building a team, you got to get everybody on the same page. And when that happens, then you're dealing with different personalities that you got to figure out how to coach. And that's what we're doing. They're trying to figure me out as a head coach along with my staff. And I'm trying to figure these players out as individual players and trying to put them in a setting where we can be good as a team. So it's work in progress. Um, and, you know, I think we're making some pretty good strides, you know, as a team. Uh, our defense is in, you know, in the top 10 in the country. Um, and, you know, I always thought, you know, if you build a, a defensive system, a good program defensively, you would always give yourself a chance to win ball games. And uh, uh, that's kind of where we are right now. We're one and one in the Big Ten and got a long way to go, man. I mean, we're just trying to take it a game at a time and, and see where it takes us. 
And see, Woody, I think fans don't understand it about how, what you and I understand about the games. Hey, it's always a work, work in progress. It's always a process. This is your first year. You have to learn, the guys have to learn on each, each other and you at the same time while playing live action. So the live action you go through here in November, December, make sure you're, you're calloused for February, March, when the games are re- even more important than they are right now. Well, the Big Ten, there's no doubt, is one of the top conferences, you know, in all of college basketball. So, you know, it's not going to be a cakewalk for anybody. I think, you know, when I look around college basketball, anybody can beat you if you don't come ready to play and and if you're not properly prepared. So uh, my job, and along with my staff, we've really been trying to condition our guys mentally and as well as physically that every game is important. And especially at home, you know, I thought, you know, I look at the young team that I had in Atlanta, man, it kind of, it brings back, you know, good memories, you know, here at Indiana, because this is such a young team that I had to go through that same process there with that young group of guys, man. And it was nice to see those cats grow together and become the team that they did at towards the end of that tenure that I had there as the coach. No doubt, Woody, what I, I you kind of read my mind because I said you've did this before, coaching young talented young men, getting them to believe in themselves and connect at the right time and get hot and show what they're really all about. I feel like these guys will, will learn to win each time they go out and play because you've lost two winnable games, in my opinion, but it'll help them down the road. They've been through those fires. You can coach that and teach to it on film, help them not make those same mistakes again down the road well and you you're so right about that we did lose two hard fault games uh but I blame myself you know I you know again when you're coaching and and you know a lot of times fans don't really understand it you know and they'll point the finger here and there but you know it's my job as a coach to get them over the hump and I've always felt that as a coach and good or bad you know and I don't need the media to tell me, hey, you didn't do this or do that. Hey, I've always put the pressure on myself because I've always felt I'm a pretty big boy. I could handle it. So uh, those were two games that, you know, I thought we let get away, but I got to help them more when we're in that position again that we can get over the hump and really feel good about ourselves. I hear that, Woody. And you got some two guys on the inside with Jackson Davis there and Ray Thompson inside there. Tell me about those young men attacking the glass for you, owning the paint for you, been anchors for your defense. They've been fantastic, man. You know, coming into this season, you know, we had to get Trace back on board because he was talking about going pro. So I talked to him out of stand, and Race was going to stay. He wasn't going anywhere. And I made them both captains of our ball club, and they've they've responded as captains. You know, I just got to get them to be more of a vocal leader in terms of, uh, you know, pushing other guys and holding other guys around them accountable. But that's the whole process of growing as a basketball team. But, again, I like where we are as the basketball team and the direction where we're headed. We just still got a lot of work to do. And I like what you got in the backcourt, too, with Parker Stewart and uh, Miller Cop uh, shooting those three balls for you, those long balls, good at inside-outside games, always good. It reminds me of Al Horford and Bibby, those guys on the outside for you there, man. So kind of getting them, draw their attention to you, get Parker and Miller to open for a three there for you guys. Well, at the end of the day, you know, college basketball is pretty much like the pros. You know, they're, 
there's so many college basketball teams that are trying to emulate the NBA style of play. And I knew that coming in. So I think when you're building the team and recruiting, you got to find guys that can make the long ball. You know, we were searching at the beginning of the season because I didn't know who could actually make it for our ball club. And I think we're shooting about 38% from the threes. And, you know, for us, that's pretty good. Um, but again, we got to continue to get better. We got to get other guys involved because make no mistake about it. If you can't make threes and you play in teams that can make threes, it will be a struggle. So oh, yeah. uh, we're trying to put our guys in the best position possible to mix it up uh, where we have a, a nice inside game with our, our bigs that can demand the ball and guys on the perimeter when they're open, you know, feel good about making the shot. And you'll be in Indianapolis on Saturday for the Crossroads Classic against Notre Dame and Mike Bray. Uh, I've seen him coach many a times down here in Georgia. This is Tech down here when they come down here and play Tech. Tell me about that matchup. What's the film guys on the film, Woody? Well, they're a good, well-oiled machine. You know, great coach. Um, his system has been in place for a number of years. Uh, they play seven to eight players. That's it. So you know what you're getting. And there are going to be key matchups around the floor. So we just got to, we just got to do what we do from a defensive standpoint, um, making sure that we rebound the ball and not turn it over offensively because that's kind of been a, a problem for us. Um, and I think if we do those things, you know, we'll come out of there with the win, but again, it's got to be 40 minutes, you know, from beginning to end with this team, because they'll, they're, they're a senior team. I mean, they got juniors and seniors that's been together a number of years, and, and they know each other. Oh, definitely. And what did you see? You got three good signees, man, uh, in the early recruiting period here. You got one from Atlanta, Mr. Banks for Fayette County. Tell me about that young man in your, in your class in general that you signed for, for 2022 there. Well, Caleb, you know, I mean, when I first saw him, when I first got the job, Caleb was one of the first players that I saw. And I like his skill set. You know, he's a six, eight kid, you know, that needs weight. You know, he's got to grow in his body, but he's got a nice skill set and a knack to score the ball. And, you know, I like guys that can score. Oh, yeah. So I like Joe Johnson, Jamal Crawford, guys like that. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> but no, he has a knack to put the ball in the hole. So, and he, he's playing a position that he can play three and four, you know, and I still think he's growing and he's, you know, pretty much got to, you know, grow into his body, but uh, I like everything about him. And again, he's a young player, you know, as a learning curve, I don't care how you, how well you tear it up in high school, when you come to college, it's a learning curve. So, uh, and I get that. So, but I'm happy to have him on board. We, we got a, a kid out of Mount Ver in uh, Orlando, uh, Safino, Jalen Safino, that it's about a 6'4", 6'5", point guard that, to me, has some Jason Kidd overtone. He's not as quick as Jason going north and south, but he he knows how to run a team. He sees the floor extremely well, and when he's got to go score the ball, he can go do that as well. So we're happy to have him on board. We got a kid out of Indianapolis named C.J. Gunn that can flat-ass shoot the ball. So 
you know, three nice pickups for next season, and I'm still looking. <laughs> hey there, Woody. It's about to get time with the Hawks, man. I remember 04. Uh, I was still in college at the time before I got got doing the media thing. I was still in college at the time at Tennessee State. And, you know, when you came, when we had Kruger and Stotts, and you gave us that confidence we'll be good eventually. And it all clicked in 07, 08, man. And I remember you made that bet. You said you'll shave your head if we got if we, if we got the playoffs. I didn't have a choice, man. It was either that or get a tattoo or what was it, or an earring. So, I mean, I wasn't about wearing earrings or, or tattoos. So I cut all my hair. I was losing my hair anyway. Shit, I cut it all off. But that that team was a good it – was, it was a good team. And, I mean, you know, I thank ownership every day, man, when I wake up, man, for giving me the opportunity to grow that team over six years. Now, I didn't like how I had to leave that team because, hell, I left winning 53 games and making two back-to-back second-round appearances. Unfortunately, we ran into a LeBron James the one year that, who ended up going to the finals. And then we ran into uh, Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard, who ended up going to the finals, losing to the Lakers. So it wasn't like those teams that we were playing were shabby. We just weren't ready yet. And But just the fact that I had an opportunity to grow a basketball team, um, it was fun. You know, I was – wasn't realistic coming in because I just won a title and I thought, hell, I can take these young guys and win a title this year. And that just wasn't fair to those guys. But the likes of Josh Smith and Marvin Williams and Josh Childress and Joe Johnson and Al Hoff, you know, that whole Bibby. Uh, I mean, we had uh, Zaza. You know, yeah, Zaza, Ty Lue, you know, jump started us. I mean, it was a fun bunch of guys to coach. Uh, yeah, we had our ups and downs, but, you know, that's a part of coaching. But the fact that ownership let me spend six years there to build it, uh, it was fun. No doubt, Woody. You know what? That series was the Celtics, man. When, oh, Z- when Zaza got in KG's face and showed him, he hey, he went back and down, Woody. And in games three, four, and six, man, Flip's ring was rocking, man. I'm like, and, you no, know, that, that was that's amazing, it, man. No, that series – taught our team a whole lot, our young guys. To see our young guys be able to push that team to seven, man, when nobody thought we'd even win a game. Uh, was It was special for those guys. So it wasn't about me. It was They did the work, man. They put the work in on the floor. I just wish I could have got them, you know, over the hump in game seven, which, you know, we weren't able to do. And that team goes on to win the championship that year. So they were pretty damn good. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, Woody, I'll tell you what, I came in on the back end of your tenure there, but you was always good to the media and good to all of us guys. And then you went to New York and my man, Tony T-Bone Williams loves you. You know, he just talks about y'all. So I saw you start to practice, man. I'm like, you know, so when you left, man, I'm like, I missed you. You know, well, you were that. definitely missed, man. We, we Media people, we all said, man, we miss Woody. So I just want to tell you, we, we all missed you when you left, buddy. We really did. Well, I, that means a lot to me, man, because again, I never left Atlanta. You know, hey, I'm still in Atlanta. My home is still there, man. And uh, I come back in the summertime and spend time with a bunch of my friends uh, that are still around with us. So um, Atlanta's home right now for me. Last one before I got Woody. Why last one for you, buddy? Uh, when you come back home here, where's your favorite spot to eat in town, man? Well, 
you know, I got to play. I live on the south side now, you know, over on the south side of town. So I got a, a little soul food place over there. I, I, I'm going blank on the name. It's right there on Cascade Road. Also, my, my girl that, that cooks over at the uh, Shell's filling station, right there in the little kitchen there. Hey, the best soul food going, right? You know, for me, I mean, she cooks everything. And then when I go finally get fancy and go out, I go into chops, you know, and I eat down there in the cigar bar and hang out down there and have dinner and have a, a nice cigar or whatever. But uh, I don't go out a whole lot anymore like I used to. But um, that's kind of what I do in Atlanta. And I just kind of hang out with my friends and some of my family that's still there as well. But Woody, you come to town, you want to get some lunch one day when you come to town, brother. Uh, I said, I miss you, man. I'm happy you got the job, man. Um, I've always been a fan of yours for, for, for life, which how you helped me out as a young young reporter, man. So uh, best, I, you know, I'm all dead to you, Woody, for what you did for me, my career, and other guys as well like thank me. You. So you do the best, man. I appreciate it. Really do thank you. Thank you so much for what you did for us all, brother. All right. Well, thank you for having me, man. And I'll tell you what, keep doing your thing. That's what we do. We keep marching along, my brother. All right? Yes, sir, Woody. Thank you so much, brother. All right. Take care. See you now. All righty. Bye now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.